Sin acknowledges and pays respect to the owners of the land on which the Sin HQ and studios stand, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin nations. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners of the land our content reaches, as well as the radio stations we broadcast from across the country. Does the internet listen or ignore me? I mean, I'm kind of making the internet listen <laughs> right now, and I think that's maybe a key way, maybe the way to make the internet listen to you.
Does the internet listen to you or ignore you? When this first came to mind, I, I thought of it in regards to the way that algorithms work and the way that often society works in, in the uh, lower socioeconomic members society and cultures uh, or parts of cultures um, are often not recognized and minority groups are kind of pushed to the the bottom or the bottom line and I thought of how beauty intertwines with this and how those who are ge genetically lucky um, all those those um, genetic traits and body traits that we um, have considered powerful and beautiful in society are also treated the same way. Um, they're given more attention. They're, I think, if you think about celebrities, of, of course they're doing their work, um, but it's 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 it it would be it would be stupid to not acknowledge that because of their looks. Things come easier to them. And so it led me to, to think about, well, how does the internet receive them and how do, how do we receive them? And it goes without saying that they, the internet listens to them. And I even think about the way that um, there was a, a, an author I, I admire and they were speaking about something quite vulnerable. They were speaking about how some works that you're often really passionate about um, may, may not be well received on the internet and may not receive the same love and admiration that you have for it. Um, and I feel that a lot in terms of whenever I post poetry online, um, it, it always gets a lower amount of likes. It always uh, does not do as well as uh, for example, my cat passed away, um, very sad, very, very heartbreaking, but that post got nearly two times more likes than I usually do, um, and I had random people following and uh, commenting on something that was quite personal and quite, <laughs> I was quite shocked by the situation. Um, but to be more concise, I feel like the internet listens to to those who are, have have more social currency um, and who fit the ideals in society, um, and those who do not are ignored. It's easy to say that likes, and it's and they don't really mean that much. But when you are trying to grow a small business or it's just it's just so sad the way that self-worth has, has now intertwined into the internet and how it really does bring growth and and change. Um, crazy how a, a weird little bubble in your phone, a place that is not real or not tangible can can do so. Welcome to the second show of Cold Hands, Warm Hearts. I am your host, Lily Anna, and I am, as always, so happy to have you. First up in the show, we heard from The 1975 with the title track, The 1975. Now, I, if you are a fan of the band like I am, a religious fan, that is, <laughs> um, this is a song that is on every single album and features and changes with the theme of the album, which I adore. And I hope you I thought it'd be nice to uh, start the show with something that that's repetitive and, and feels like you, you're waking up to something. Uh, next up, we had from Methyl Ethyl Scream Hole, which is an absolute bop. feels so energetic. That Western style track that I adore is called The Wayward Nile from The Shantays. Uh, and then coming up for you, I have from Thievery, pardon me, Thievery Corporation, Shadows of Ourselves.
Does the internet listen to me? Does it ignore me? Um, I think the obvious answer is to say that it listens to me a little bit too much. As, you know, it's very, very easy to find myself falling and losing hours and hours worth of time that I should be putting into, you know, passion projects and um, responsibilities to things like TikTok and so on, where, you know, you, you'll fall into things where once the algorithm knows what you're into, you can get stuck there. And as well, I think the internet has also shown itself to be a great place to find advice and help regarding things. I know I've been in plenty of message boards asking for um, advice on, you know, this, 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 and this. Um, and people have gotten back to me um, and given advice that has been helpful. Not all of it's been helpful, admittedly, but a lot of it has. Even, even arguments, interestingly enough, um, online. Um, you know, they, they do feel like the internet is listening, or at least the people on the internet are. Um, but at the same time, it's very easy to feel like the internet is ignoring you because it's, it's kind of like an ocean, um, in that it's vast, it's deep, and, you know, you don't really know how deep it is because there are thousands and thousands and millions and billions of people on the internet, and you're just one. So in that regard, it can feel a little bit like the internet's ignoring you because you can sit there and you can watch these very, very, very lucky few people have their internet fame and um, have that following. And it's something that personally, I remember growing up, I watched plenty of people who had huge followings and um, I followed these people, of course, and I remember being jealous of them at times where I would love to you know, participate in particular trends or put my opinions out there and see what other people thought, whether they agreed, whether they didn't, um, whether they were respectful or not. You know, it's something that I think would have been a really cool experience and, you know, obviously not ruling it out completely or anything like that, but um, it's it's a tricky one because... It's a tricky one because, you know, you, you want to be there, but you, you can't because it's it's not a thing that you can choose to be. You can't really choose to be an influencer. You can't really choose to have a following. Um, and in that regard, watching these megastars and, you know, your YouTubers, your TikTok stars, your models, your influencers, your whatevers have these major followings and, you know, you're just a person with what? 10 followers on, like, Twitter, and the followers you have on things like Instagram and all that, they're just people you know. It can make you feel small on the internet, it can make you feel like it's ignoring you. Um, I, depend, I think it depends on how you look at the internet in particular. I would like to think that my pocket of the internet, my extremely small pocket, my spec, that I'm fairly listened to. It's a place where I can vent, it's a place where I can express myself and a place where I can also take advantage of the uh, anonymity uh, that the internet kind of provides. So it's, um, I think overall it doesn't listen, but it listens enough for me personally. We're going to continue this listening journey on Cold Hands, Warm Hearts, here on Sin.
hearts on sin. Cold hands, warm hearts this is Cold sin. Hands, Warm Hearts on Sin. This is Cold Hands, Warm Hearts mark and also me leaning towards a no that the internet does not really listen to me and you know of course I was kind of processing like why is that the case and one of the main reasons I think was that I not just in the internet space but I think this is applicable for me in real life as well where I've not really put my full vulnerable self out there so there's nothing for the internet to like look there's nothing for the internet to like look at me and and kind of like dissect me as a whole and see if it fits into this algorithm which minor tangent side topic about the algorithm the internet algorithm is massive and so it's so confusing that even in the case that I do put myself out there on the internet, do I think the algorithm will take me in? Probably not, but 
I've seen a lot of stories of people like the algorithm does wonders for a lot of people. I've like, and I know numbers are definitely not like everything, but there have been cases I've seen online on like TikTok, especially TikTok's, a, TikTok's algorithm is very, it's an interesting one to think through um, for an IT student, but not for me. But um, and TikTok is really interesting because you see a lot of people can just go from like zero to a hundred so quickly. What was I talking about again? Um, yeah, the algorithm is just really confusing. So it's like, even if I put myself out there, I think the current internet algorithm will uh, just um, turn its head and look somewhere else. I, I don't know. Yeah, but I was like thinking through this and I was kind of like, you know, yeah, I don't really put myself out there just in general, whether it's on the internet or in real life. My full vulnerable self is not, it's not actively out there for the internet to have a look at it, you know? And yeah, so, but then it also had me thinking of like, why is that in the case of like, even if I put myself out there, why would my answer still be no? That, that, yeah, it will just... Why would my answer still be no even if I put myself out there? Because when I was younger, I really thought the internet really gave me what I wanted when I was younger, especially, which was having like Asian representation in media, which I did not see at all on like traditional TV, magazines, you know, stuff like that. The internet gave me what I needed at the time, which was seeing, seeing, seeing and hearing voices from people who were just like me. And, and also seeing them like grow as like the algorithm changes, but they still continuously grow and their audience grows bigger and they gain like opportunities out of YouTube. It was, very it was just so cool to see and i'm like like if the if that works for them in their case that means there is a space for me you know there should be a space for me where i too can exist on the internet and be my full vulnerable self and somewhere even just one person out there on the internet will feel connected and then isn't that at the end of the day what the internet is all about connectivity and stuff like that as cheesy as that sounds but I feel like that's what that's the core of it isn't it at the end of the day is connectivity so yeah till now do I think the internet listens to me or does it ignore me I I'm not too sure, but when I do put myself out there, I think I think there will be at least one person who listens out there. Maybe that's the more optimistic optimistic side of me coming in, but I think I think there's always a space for anyone on the internet. And even though yes, the internet does have a lot of harmful effects and you know can it has i mean it has done things in like creating creating a platform for toxic certain like toxic toxic behavior to occur but i still think that i think yeah there any other day i think there is a space for everyone or at least i hope that there will be space for everyone. I don't know. Did that, any of that make sense? I am not sure. And I apologize in advance that if you're listening to this and none of that makes sense. Again, I apologize. I'm a master of rambling, but never coming back to the core question at the end, but. Jesus died for somebody's sins, but not mine. Milton, 
that thieves Wild cord a mass leave Thick heartstone My sins my own They belong to me Me People say beware
I think the internet does listen, uh, especially when there's a lot of helpful groups and um, sites where uh, you can solve problems or people share helpful tips. Um, there's mothers groups, uh, there's like recipe groups, there's um, support groups, uh, and other people, you know, you might not even know them. Um, they're complete strangers, but they can be very, very helpful in guiding you in the right direction or giving you some wonderful advice. Halfway through cold hands, warm hearts. though about the internet I think you do need to be careful um, what you put out there uh, and um, don't take to heart negative comments and and there's you know the people that that aren't helpful or that are downright rude and nasty uh, and just remember that majority of people that are there you know, on the, the same page that you're involved with um, are there to help and are there for the right reasons.
Does the internet listen to you or ignore you? I think this is a really interesting point of conversation um, because the internet and the online world um, and the real world, I think differences between them, there's this real dichotomy and it's a really interesting, strange, unique um, place. And the concept of the internet and the online world is really strange because I feel like as a society, we have just been thrown this mammoth kind of um, metaverse, almost this mammoth kind of concept, this mammoth kind of place, space um, in an, in a, I guess, virtual kind of forum and format. And I think it's really strange that um, we and really interesting to think that we're actually growing alongside the internet we're growing together um, and we've almost been thrown into each other's lives and it's like now okay we'll throw you into the deep end and now you guys have to learn to swim and I feel like with the internet it's a lot like that and yeah it's really interesting to think about from that perspective so I think um, as we progress and evolve as humans and find ourselves in these spaces we definitely explore and, you know, navigate ourselves through the online world and definitely find these places and find spaces uh, where we do, I guess, feel heard, feel seen, feel listened to, essentially, um, or ultimately ignored through these means of the internet. And I think for me, for the most part, um, I listened to a really interesting interview with an artist from a band called The 1975. Um, and the artist, Maddie Healy, he does a lot of existential thinking and um, he has just, he engages and indulges in really interesting conversation. And I think when he, um, yeah, when I listen to this one interview and he often speaks about this concept of his relationship with the online world, which he's done a lot of kind of thought and a lot of kind of, I guess, exploring and deep diving into but he talks about his relationship with the online world being this is not who I am this is what I do rather and I've really tried to take that approach of I am not my online self my online self is simply a two-dimensional kind of portrayal of you know some you know highlights of my life essentially but it is not me I don't pride myself off my kind of online profile that's not me it's just you know an, a version of me a kind of branch of me I think humans are so complex and I think within those complexities yeah within those complexities um, obviously the, it's multifaceted and there are lots of layers and I think people go through struggles that you don't see in the online world and um, however people in their private lives 
within the online world really find a community that makes them feel listened to and seen through those kind of private personal I guess um kind of things that they've got going on in their lives they navigate ways through the internet to feel seen heard supported listened to um however they don't often publicize that on the internet which is an interesting to think thing to think about and I particularly resonate with this like stream of thought because um within my personal life I suffer really severely from eczema and I have um since I was a really young child and this is it's been a kind of reoccurring kind of um you know issue challenge kind of hurdle within my life and it's not something that I often publicize I don't talk about it really in my public life I don't really you know go about it um on social media or on the internet um however recently I have discovered eczema talk which is just like tiktok but which really puts casts a kind of spotlight on eczema and people who suffer from eczema and that kind of thing. And recently I have found very listened to and very heard and seen um, through this kind of forum because I guess unless you actually experience something, um, you'll never be able – like you'll never be able to kind of relate and truly resonate with it um, otherwise, if that makes sense. And that is usually the go for lots of kind of medical conditions, but also the case for lots of life experiences. And I don't believe that, um, you know, comparing situations is all that valid um, in multiple like situations. However, I think you can definitely draw comparisons between situations and, um, you know, when you find an, a community essentially of people who are going through pretty much what you're going through, um, yeah, when you find that community, even if it's just with people online, people that you've never kind of met before, um, only simply people that you just kind of you share experiences with and you don't they don't know you exist but you know they exist I think it's a really beautiful thing and this is something that I um have really discovered on a deeper level uh recently and yeah definitely something that has made me feel very listened to very seen very heard um and also very comforted and uh, that my kind of experiences are valid and look you're not the only one going through this obviously there are always people going through worse things but it's really is it's been a really nice feeling recently to um have felt heard seen listened to um and yeah just with people who don't kind of undermine or um yeah undermine the situation or really play it down people who understand like yeah this is like this is difficult like it definitely has its challenges and obviously there are things that are worse in life but yeah it's pretty crap <laughs> like a lot of the time and so um yeah it's yeah this has been a situation um recently where I felt very heard very very listened to very much so um on a really personal level through my private life um where yeah the internet has really supported me uh which is something really refreshing and I think a beautiful side to the internet um and it's always about I think it's kind of a puzzle piece to kind of helping me out supporting me and just really constructing a larger kind of more broad picture to constructing a bit more of a healthier relationship with the internet and changing my mindset towards it because I think sometimes you can get really kind of caught up and I know I do this a lot where I develop really unhealthy relationships with social media and the online world however recently this has been a very kind of newfound light and place that really newfound light to it um which has been really a really lovely contrast um so yeah that's my recap of whether or not the internet does listen to me or not
gather your words Gaze at the fields of snow The garden is gone The cold the wind blown Kneel down to your mom Hold on to your dad's hands Maybe they're dead yet Don't forget You're born with a blue vein Born to the song Born just to know things Then to take off I'm gonna Till I come to my cross And gather the weight Gold trick of the world Gap in my girl's teeth The love that I held and Though it's easier said When it comes from my head But the needle of truth Gives Does the internet listen or ignore me? I think for a long time, I didn't think it listened at all. Um, I think I was listening to to it and to... was, re- was re- I was receiving a lot from the internet. Uh, but when I spoke, it didn't really... Didn't, I didn't ever really receive acknowledgement. I guess, and I tried very hard, modeled for some time, and did random social media things, and I still do them sometimes, and they're interesting. I'm still not sure how I feel about them. They feel very ego bound, and I mean, the excitement of someone or some brand wanting to sell, send you free things is really exciting. It's just plain really exciting, but. It's funny that, and I guess it really intertwines with what I said earlier in that beauty makes the internet listen, and I guess I'm considered conventionally beautiful enough to be able to, to be able to receive these gifts and that my face is worthy enough to be posted on social media to sell something, if that makes sense. I really hope that makes sense. <laughs> um... So I guess the internet has listened to me, and I, I, I don't know, I just, I, I've never received or I've never garnered mass fame. The, the biggest, the biggest thing recently has been I made a TikTok of me in my backyard mowing the lawns, uh, if you would like to see it, you can find it at Funky Spaghetti on TikTok, uh, that received over a thousand views in a very short time, and It felt contagious. You are listening to Cold Hands, Warm Hearts, and that last track was Blue Vein from Lael Neal. Um, I have a big track list to run through with you. Um, Before that, we had Haim Enola from Tonstart Band. Um, very, very special favourite of mine. I think I'm in love from Spiritualized, that are new wave psychedelic rock. Um, I mean, I guess uh, Brian's Jonestown Massacre would do it best, um, but people like that. It's such a... We have a playlist, my partner and I, and it's called Songs That Make Me Feel Cool. And uh, 
equally as futuristic, which suits the theme, as equally futuristic and and suits the theme of the show as it does make me feel really cool. Um, Before that, Gloria from Patti Smith, an absolute legend. Um, The Benz from Radiohead. Uh, If you have any qualms with Radiohead, come find me on Instagram, Funky Spaghetti, and we can hash that out because uh, I am a big fan and I will not stop, (laughs) will not stop being a fan for, for, um, for a while. And then from local act um, who are rising the charts and doing incredible things from their earlier album, uh, Bees, is Bones and Jones' Social Anxiety 1. Um, really, really proud of those boys and everything they are doing. Um, but yeah, this episode has been such a pleasure to produce and listen to everyone who has submitted something. Um, thank you very much for contributing to the show. And if you would like to continue to contribute to the show, you can come find me on Instagram. Um, my personal Instagram is Funky Spaghetti um, with two eyes at the end. Or if you head to sin.org.au forward slash cold hands warm heart with a little dash in the middle of each um you can find the show page there to read more about the track list if i have missed anything um but thank you for listening it has been an absolute pleasure yet again to spare us to share a saturday afternoon with you um and i cannot wait for the next few weeks we've got some really really beautiful um moments of vulnerability to come Um, But I will talk to you soon. I've got one more track for you here on Cold Hands, Warm Hearts uh, from an earlier, earlier um, moment in Fleetwood Mac's uh, career Um, from Then Play On, the 2013 remastered album. Um, This is... This is World in Harmony. I will see you in two weeks' time. Have a lovely, lovely, lovely afternoon.
with love, cold hands, warm hearts.